hi, welcome, wherever you're watching from. We're so glad that you joined us. And here we are now, uh, approaching Christmas, fast and furious. I hope that all of your plans are going according to plan. And uh, I'm sure, like me, you love Christmas time for a number of different reasons. Number one, obviously, we love Christmas for what it represents, that when we look at Christmas time, for us who believe in Jesus, it's really about Jesus Christ coming to earth um, as our King and as our Savior. That's the essence of our celebration. But there's so much more to Christmas that we get to enjoy as well, isn't there? One of the things that I love about Christmas is not just what it represents, but the atmosphere that accompanies it. There's something about the Christmas season that changes the atmosphere of life, isn't there? That people who maybe normally aren't that nice suddenly get a little bit nicer. People who are normally not that kind but get a little bit kinder. There's something about Christmas that brings a new atmosphere with it. You know, certain decorations and cards that we put out everywhere have key words concerning this atmosphere written all over them. Words like love, joy, and peace. These are words that we often see on our cards and on our decorations and on the things that we use to celebrate this season called Christmas time. Now, we understand that these three things, love, joy, and peace, are really to do with the gift that God gave us that first Christmas, which was his only beloved son. But it was Jesus coming to earth that brought a love that the world needed, a joy that the world hadn't known, and a peace that the world couldn't understand into the atmosphere of life as we know it, but also into the atmosphere of our lives when we receive him as Lord and Saviour. Now, there's a couple of key verses we often speak about around Christmas time. One of them would be from the uh, book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 6 to 7, where we have that incredible moment where Isaiah prophesies the coming of Jesus Christ. And in his prophecy, he announces Jesus with a number of titles, Wonderful Counselor. But one of the titles that he gives Jesus is the Prince of Peace. You see, when Jesus came to earth, when Jesus was born in a manger, it was the arrival of the King of Kings, but it was also the arrival of the one known as the Prince of Peace. Peace came down. But another well-known scripture that we read around Christmas time is found in the book of Luke, chapter 2. And uh, I'm going to read this passage of Christmas scripture to you just to help you get even more Christmassy on this Sunday before the great day. And uh, it says in verse eight, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. Now, these verses are so familiar to anyone that's been in a nativity play when they were younger or has attended a nativity play, maybe to see their children or their grandchildren. We always hear these incredible verses at any nativity that we attend. Then in verse 9, an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them. And they were terrified, but the angel of the Lord said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Can you see the connection there? The news that the angels were bringing would bring not just joy, 
but great joy, true joy to all the people. Today, in the town of Bethlehem, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is Messiah. He is the Lord. Then it says in verse 12, this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in, in, in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and declaring glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. So in this announcement, we see the angel saying, because Jesus is here, you will know great joy. You will know great peace. But also we would know true love because we know that Jesus was actually love personified, love in a person. So when we look at these moments, we understand that the love and the joy and the peace that we so often associate to this season called Christmas really is about Jesus and what he brought to the earth and to our lives when he came. You know, the sad thing for some people is that Christmas is just a moment. It's just a season. It's something that they do for 10 days or so during the month of December. But sadly, for many of them, they then revert back to a lesser experience or a lesser default life setting than the one that they enjoy over the Christmas season. Suddenly people that have been nice, generous, kind, go back to being a little bit grumpy, a little bit annoying or a little bit annoyed by the needs of others. You see, the reality is we shouldn't ever flick back to a different setting because Christmas wasn't meant to be about a weekend. It wasn't meant to be about a 10-day period of time in December. Jesus came as God's saving gift to affect our 365, not one week. Now, I'm sure you understand what I mean by that, that life or a year isn't made up of one weekend or one week or one season of time called Christmas. Rather, it's made up of 365 days. And when Jesus came to this earth, he didn't come to change a weekend or provide a moment. Rather, he came to have an impact and an effect on the whole of our year, not just a weekend. I love it that the reality is that Christmas doesn't end on December the 26th. That what we celebrate about Christmas, the love and the joy and the peace, are things that need to continue to be central to who we are throughout the coming year and the years that follow. Now, for most households, after we've done Christmas, after there's been Boxing Day, there comes what we call the big pack, the big pack up event. And that's where we take a moment to break down 
all of the decorations and the ornaments and the things that we put out to celebrate Christmas. You know, we take a lot of time leading up to Christmas to put up the tree, to decorate the tree, to put lights outside of the house, maybe a snowman or a reindeer. And we, we go to such effort, don't we, to, to build the moment for Christmas. And then suddenly Christmas comes and Christmas goes and we're left with what I call the big pack up. That moment where it's time to pack stuff away, put it back in the loft, put it back in the garage. Now, this moment happens at different times in different households. You know, I can remember growing up watching my dad on Boxing Day um, being fully ready to pack Christmas away and get on with life. But I've also been in other households where people keep the ornaments out and the tree out long past New Year's Day because something in them doesn't want that season and that moment to finish. I don't know what happens in your household. Maybe you're one of those households where as soon as Christmas Day is over, you want to get things packed up. You want to get the tree back in the loft. You want to move on and uh, have a spring clean and get the house ready for the coming year. Or maybe you're one of those people that say, come on, let's make this last as long as we can. But the reality is, independent of what variety of home you represent, that there's a moment where we do pack certain things away. We do put decorations, ornaments back in the loft. But what I want to say today is there needs to also be a consciousness in us as followers of Jesus, that there's things that we don't pack away. Because for us, Christmas isn't about a festival or a season or a moment in December, but rather we purpose to enjoy these things called love and joy and peace throughout our year, the 365 of our year, not just that weekend. Now, I can remember growing up I always used to see this sticker on the back of cars. And it was normally around Christmas time you would see this sticker. And it wasn't about God. It was actually about dogs. And uh, some of you remember this sticker. And it simply said this, a dog is for life and not just for Christmas. And it was this whole campaign that people would come up with, which was a good campaign, that wanted to remind people that were buying pets for their children at Christmas time, that actually the responsibility of a pet goes long beyond that moment of giving a pet to a child. And so I could always remember seeing this sticker on the back window of cars that used to say, remember, a dog is for life and not just for Christmas. And I understand that this was actually a good campaign because sadly, some people did get pets, dogs and cats for their family over the Christmas season. They opened it on Christmas morning and there was all this joy, all this fun. But sadly, a week or two later, people stopped taking responsibility for these dogs and these pets. And suddenly they were going into homes or boarding kennels or being abandoned on streets. And that was really sad. So I understand that this was a good campaign. But what I want to say is amazing. If you take that word dog and turn it around, it spells God. I'm sure you work that out by yourself. And in many ways, this is something that we need to remember as we approach a Christmas time, isn't it? 
Simply this, that God is for life and not just for Christmas. That God isn't something or someone that we look at and we get passionate about or excited about over a weekend in December, that we enjoy over December, but rather we say, you know what, at Christmas time, we celebrate the giving of Jesus. But for us, we don't pack things away on Boxing Day or New Year's Day that shouldn't be packed away. We want to be a people that enjoy God, that continue in a relationship with God long after the decorations have been placed in the loft. So there's a bit of a parallel there, isn't there? Because what the campaign was saying to pet owners was, there's two things that you need to remember. That if you're going to get a dog for your children, there's a continued responsibility that needs to carry on beyond the moment of celebration. But also, there's a continued enjoyment that you can enjoy your dog long after the moment all the decorations are no longer in your lounge. In the same way, I believe it's true with God, isn't it? That God really is for life, not just for carols at Christmas time. And God wants us to continue to take responsibility for our, our relationship with him in March, in June, in September. But also God wants us to continue to enjoy a relationship with him long past January and February. God wants to be a part of our life. God doesn't want to be trapped in a moment called Christmas. He wants us to enjoy a walk with him that's throughout the year. Now, the good news is <clears throat> that God's kingdom atmosphere of love, joy and peace is something that we can all continue to experience. We don't have to just experience them over this weekend in December, but we can continue as we take responsibility for an ongoing walk with the Lord. We can continue to enjoy these things every moment of our lives, every day, every week of the coming year. Why? Because God is for life, not just for Christmas. Now, Christmas to me isn't a festival, it's a relationship. Because in Christmas, we see Jesus Christ leave heaven and come to earth. Not for us to have a moment with him in December, but that we could have a relationship with him. That's a life-changing relationship. A relationship where we can enjoy love beyond anything we experienced love to be on the earth without him. That we can know a joy that's beyond the happiness that this life can provide, a joy that's deeper than momentary happiness, a joy that's deep-rooted, that even in the midst of moments that may be confusing 
strange or even sad. We can know this ongoing 365 joy at the center of our lives. But also we can know his peace. This peace that passes all understanding. We're living in times now where it seems that there's so much at work trying to steal or take people's peace away from them. You look at different things on the news regarding economy, wars, banking, uh, banking increases of rates, just one thing after another. And all of these things, they want to come and they want to take your peace so that you have no peace in your life. Yet the Bible says that we can know a peace that passes all understanding. Not a peace that lasts a weekend or 10 days, but a peace that remains. My prayer for you is that you would know these things that make up the atmosphere of Christmas, love, joy, and peace, as a constant in your world. Let us enjoy God's love, joy, and peace this Christmas time. But let us purpose not just to unpack a moment where we say Merry Christmas, but rather we begin to say not just a Merry Christmas, but a Merry Life. Why? Because the good news is on Boxing Day, Jesus doesn't leave us. He doesn't go back until next Christmas to another place. The good news is he remains with us, living in our lives, walking with us in our daily world. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a big lover of Christmas. I love everything that comes with it. I love the food. I love the turkey. I love the moment of spending time with family. I love the giving of gifts and the receiving of gifts. I love the trimmings that make Christmas uh, a special time in the calendar of the year. But for me, the main thing about Christmas will always be that Jesus Christ came to earth. He brought with him the atmosphere of his kingdom, that atmosphere being filled with the things we've spoken of throughout this morning, love, joy, and peace. But at the end of Christmas, when others are packing Christmas away, we don't have to. Because for us, it was always more than a moment. It was more than a weekend. It was more than just a few days. No, Christmas for us is something that we celebrate, that our lives have been changed, that God is for life and not just for Christmas. But in the middle of June, you can still celebrate everything that God brought to the earth when Jesus Christ was born in a manger. You know, around this Christmas time also, let us all remain conscious of those who may be struggling. Let's open our hearts and open our homes to those that need help in this season. It's amazing that you haven't got to look around very far at all to see people that maybe need some encouragement. We see people that need physical help, maybe an invitation to your home, 
Maybe just a phone call, just to say that you're thinking of them. Let's make sure that as we celebrate this Christmas time, we're remaining conscious of those who are around us, to whom this Christmas time may be more bitter than what it is sweet, more painful than what it is joyful. I'm sure with me, you'll celebrate that Jesus Christ remains the essence of this Christmas time. But let's let his love be known to us, but also flow through us to touch the life of others. The Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, and may you have an incredible Christmas season. God bless.